This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's get back to You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. And welcome back to You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM, PJ Glasser and Kate Constable here with you. We're filling in for Nick Costos and Ken Barkley, who have today off. They will be back tomorrow, giving you all of their thoughts, I'm sure, on this Week 16 NFL slate. As always, you can now watch Kate and I for the final hour during the Power Hour on twitch.tv slash BeckQL. You can also go to YouTube and search Odyssey Sports as well. Kate, we've talked about 15 of the 16 games. We are truly saving the best for last. The nightcap on Monday night on Christmas Day, Ravens and 49ers. Potential Super Bowl preview, both teams 11-3. and three. San Francisco, a 5.5-point favorite. The total is 46.5. Now, do you want me to throw some stats at you, some betting nuggets in this game, or do you want to give me your thoughts before? Oh, you're muted, Kate. I want to hear your uh, your stats and betting nuggets, PJ. Hit me with them. All right, Kate. Lamar Jackson in his career is 19-1 and straight up against the NFC. He's only lost one time to them. He's won 19 of 20 games. He is also 11-2 and against the spread as an underdog. Overall, the Ravens as a team are 19-4 and against the spread in their last 23 games as an underdog dating back to 2018. We're getting Lamar against an NFC team. We're getting the Ravens as an underdog. And oh, by the way, Kate, on Monday Night Football, the last seven Monday Night games, the underdog has won outright all seven weeks. We saw it yesterday with Seattle. We saw it in the doubleheader with the Giants and the Titans. All the last seven games on Monday Night, the underdog has won outright. I'm thinking number eight is going to make it eight straight on Monday night, Kate. The Ravens are going into San Francisco. It's going to be a really good game. I'm worried about the Keaton Mitchell injury for the Ravens. I think that's a really big deal. His change of pace with him and Gus Edwards, kind of that speed power was so big. Having him on the field with Lamar was big as well. It's going to be tough. The Ravens' run defense as of late hasn't been great, and I'm worried about McCaffrey and Debo, you know, and and the way that they can run the ball. But the Ravens are just so good on the road. This season they have been leading for 90% of the games in which they've played. They hardly are ever trailing. And, uh, you know, over the years, they play San Francisco really well. On Thanksgiving, we had the Harbaugh Bowl. They won that one. These teams were two of the best teams in the league when they played four years ago. It was pouring down right in Baltimore. They won that. They obviously beat them in the Super Bowl back in 2012. So the Ravens usually play the Niners well. Lamar doesn't lose to the NFC, and they're great as underdogs. Give me the Ravens plus five and a half, and I'll sprinkle some money line as well. PJ, I am right there with you with all of this. Nice. I am buying the uh, the Ravens in this one. 
I like them plus five and a half. I think a sprinkle on the money line is worth it based on all the stats you just rattled off. But I certainly think five and a half is way too many points to be giving Lamar Jackson. And I mean, for as good as the 49ers have been this season, their run defense is 19th in the league in terms of yards per carry allowed. And yes, the Keaton Mitchell injury kind of negates that a little bit. But I mean, the the, the weaknesses of a few weaknesses of the 49ers defense is kind of um, plays into the strengths of, of the Ravens and Lamar Jackson being a mobile quarterback and being able to use his legs uh, and move the ball that way. I mean, the 49ers have kind of struggled against those mobile quarterbacks lately. I mean, 49 yards to Kyler Murray on the ground last week. I don't know. I, I just think that five and a half points. I was shocked when that line came out to see that that just seems like way, way too many um, I mean, Rokon Smith, Patrick Queen, some of those linebackers for Baltimore will be able to be physical with Christian McCaffrey, with George Kittle, um, some of those bigger players. So, yeah, I'm with you, PJ. I think the five and a half is the way to go with Baltimore and wouldn't be shocked if they won that one outright. It's going to be such a good matchup, too, with the coaches because I think Kyle Shanahan's the best play caller in football. I think the Ravens have arguably one of the best defensive coordinators in football in Mike McDonald, and he usually has really good game plans against, like, the top offenses in the league. So I can't wait wait to see what, what he cooks up. Kyle Hamilton played last week, which was great to see. You thought maybe he was going to be out an extended period of time. Marlon Humphrey's back. So the Ravens are, are pretty much as healthy as you could be on defense. Marcus Williams did suffer an injury, but they have Geno Stone who's going to come in, and he's got six interceptions for them on the year. I just I can't understate enough how big of an injury that Keaton Mitchell is. You know, they've already obviously they've already lost J.K. Dobbins for the year. I think this is a bigger loss mm-hmm. than Dobbins is. I think Dobbins is a better running back than Keaton Mitchell is, but Keaton's speed in that offense, like the element in which he brought, not having that's going to be key. Now, he didn't really start playing until week eight against Seattle, so the Ravens have dealt on offense without him, and they'll have to go back to some of that, but it's just unfortunate with this stretch that they have coming up. What's crazy too, Kate, is... You know, in reality, like this Niners game, it's important. It's great. You have a chance to clinch the division if you win and Cleveland loses to Houston. But like next week against Miami, like that's that's the game, right? If the Ravens win this game and then lose out, lose to Miami and Pittsburgh, they're not going to get the number one seed. Um, so it's two massive, massive games coming up for them. Can't wait to watch it. Do you think the winner of this game, whichever quarterback wins, is going to win MVP? Do you think if the Niners win, Purdy wins? Mm. And do you think if Lamar and the Ravens win, then Lamar wins MVP? Um, yes and no. I mean, if if Lamar wins this game and then loses to the Dolphins next week, I don't think he's winning MVP. But if he wins out, mm. then yeah, I I could easily make a case uh for Lamar Jackson to win MVP. Um I don't know the Purdy backers like I could get on board with Purdy too. He's been fantastic this season. The numbers he's putting up. I mean, people kind of knock him for having so many weapons around him um, and being in Kyle Shanahan's offense. But like, can you really knock a player for that? He's still winning games for his team. Um, But I think if, if the Ravens win out, Lamar Jackson is the likely MVP or at least my MVP for this season. What do you think? 
I think if if the if the Niners win on Monday night, Brock Purdy's the MVP, and I don't I, I don't even see what the argument really for anybody else is, except maybe his own teammate in McCaffrey. If Christian yeah. goes crazy in that game and goes crazy to end the year, but Kate, like the other guys in contention for MVP are Dak Prescott and Jalen Hurts, and obviously Lamar. Like if Brock beats all three of them head to head. I just I don't see how you don't give it to him, right? Certainly Josh Allen, if the Bills win out and he wins the AFC East, he might be in the discussion. Josh Allen, before this Cowboys game, had a streak where he had an interception in nine straight games. Yeah. I just don't know how you give him uh the MVP. Obviously, people are talking about Lamar's numbers, and you know, it's nowhere near what his numbers were when he won MVP back in 2019. It's nowhere near the numbers of Brock Purdy's or what some MVPs have won in the past. I thought Chris Collinsworth, though, made an excellent point during the Ravens-Jags game on the broadcast where he was talking about there are so many things that Lamar does, you know, that you can't quantify on a box sheet, right? Like, the Jags couldn't bring him down. His elusiveness, the plays that he makes, that's the reason why, you know, to me, he's he's the most valuable player if they end up winning this game. Um, And I think something that needs to take into account is obviously the injuries that the Ravens have suffered on offense, right? Keaton's now out. Dobbins was out Mm -hmm. week one. Mark Andrews, his favorite target is out. Like, look at what Brock Purdy and the Niners were in the middle of the season when they lost three in a row, when guys got banged up, when Debo was out a couple games, when Trent Williams was out, when things weren't all fine, and, and great for the Niners, and they were dealing with injuries, they couldn't overcome that. They were losing games. It's when they're healthy and they're fully loaded, that's when they win games. That's when Purdy's at his best. So Lamar has clearly shown us that he can do more with less. He can handle adversity much better than Brock Purdy. But with all that being said, I think, Kate, if they win this game and Purdy beats Lamar, Dak, and Jalen Hurts head-to-head, I think he's going to win MVP. Yeah, I don't think I think you can throw Jalen Hurts out of the out of the mix completely. I almost think you can throw Dak out of the mix completely too. Like to me, this is just a two man race, and um, whoever wins this weekend likely wins it, right? It's pretty crazy, right? How, I mean, you got the how MVP. Does McCaffrey jump Purdy, if at all. Like, what what would McCaffrey yeah, have he's... to do in order to jump Purdy? He's got it. He's got to have like four touchdowns on Monday night, I think, right? Because this is like the game. This is probably going to be one of the most, if not yeah. the most, watched game of the entire year, right? It's Christmas. Everybody's going to be home. It's yeah. the two best teams. Like everybody will be watching. So if McCaffrey scores like three or four touchdowns, and it's just so clearly and obvious that he's like the best player on the field, I think certainly he could be in the mix. And then if he closes strong, scores a couple touchdowns in the last two games. I think he'll he'll have a great argument. But, you know, Kate, I was talking about this on my show, and you said that even if Lamar wins this game, you still think he needs to beat Miami as well to win MVP. Like, if you like mm-hmm. the Ravens to win, do you think you take the Ravens on the money line plus 185, or do you just take Lamar to win MVP at plus 500? And then if you mm-hmm. think that he still needs to beat the Dolphins, you know, the Ravens are going to be favored next week in that game against Miami. And if you wanted to, you know, you could have the MVP Lamar ticket and then you could hedge a little bit with Dolphins plus three and a half or whatever the line ends up being. CPJ, this is why you're a whole lot smarter at this than I am, because that's genius. I That's the way to go, right? You get a you get a five to one ticket in your pocket and a chance to hedge next weekend against the Dolphins and possibly 
hit both of them. Is there any world you could hit both of them? I think so. I think I, absolutely. I think if Lamar, right? see, because here's the thing. If the Ravens beat the Niners, it's going to be because of Lamar, right? Like there's no way yeah. they don't win that game and he doesn't play well. Like if they win, it's going to be because he plays great. So if they win, he's going to play great and those odds are going to plummet down. And then, yeah, I mean, if they beat San Francisco, they're going to be favored against Miami. Probably, I would think three and a half, four would be my mm-hmm. guess. I would probably think that would be the line. And then I think as long as Lamar and the Ravens win that game, I, I think he he's the MVP front runner. If they lock up the number one seed, I think he's going to be MVP. So, I mean, if you like Ravens money line, Kate, I think instead of taking that plus 185, you take the plus 500 with Lamar to win MVP. They win the game. You got that in your back pocket. And then you could hit both of them next week if the Ravens win by a field goal and then you're really sitting pretty. Because right now there's just no value on Purdy. Like there's no No. way you're laying a minus 225, right? I guess the argument again for that is that, you know, if the Niners win this game, then Purdy is going to be the MVP and he's minus 225 to win MVP and the Niners are minus 225 on the money line, right? So it's the same exact odds. Yeah. So there's really there's really no value there. So I think the only value is with the Lamar MVP play and not Purdy. So you mentioned Lamar's numbers are not quite as close to where they were when he was the MVP back in, what was it, 2018 or so? 19. Um, yep. 19. But there has to be, like, you can't really use that as an argument if you're MVP voters and, and say, like, okay, well, he, he didn't play as well as he did in that season. There's There has to be other players that have won multiple MVPs that were in their second time they've won, their numbers haven't quite been where they are the first time. Like, just because he doesn't match his own numbers doesn't necessarily mean he's not the best player in the league during that season, right? Right. I agree. And it's just like, Kate, it's the age old, it's the age old argument of like, what truly is MVP? Like, are we truly giving it to the most valuable player? And I think that's the knock on Purdy, right? Like Brock Purdy Mm -hmm. isn't even the, isn't even the fifth most valuable player on the 49ers. You would go Trent Williams, you would go Fred, right? You go McCaffrey, you go Fred Warner, you'd go Debo. Like all these other guys are more valuable than the 49ers where you look at the Ravens and it's like, it's not even a question. It's like Lamar's up here and everybody else. Right. So, I mean, again, if Purdy wins the game, he's going to win MVP. Like that's, that's just the way it is. And like this narrative that Brock Purdy's like a system quarterback, I think is crazy. And I think the Niners front office showed you that because if anybody can play quarterback in the system, Kate, why did they trade up years ago for Trey Lance? You know what I mean? Like if they were so confident in the rest of their roster, I know they didn't have McCaffrey at the time, but they still had Kittle. They still had Debo. They had a great defense. Like if anybody could run it, why did they feel the need to trade up? So I think Purdy's awesome. Like at this point, I think people are just, you know, they see him as Mr. Irrelevant and they see him as a seventh round pick. And you just watch the guy play. Like if he went in the first round, I think we wouldn't be, he wouldn't be perceived like he is because of where he went. Yeah. A thousand percent. People can't get the the last pick in the draft out of their mind, which is so unfair to him, but how cool. I know you want Lamar to win it. And I, I want that for you, PJ, but how cool if Purdy <laughs> goes from Mr. Irrelevant to MVP, like that's an awesome story right there. That's what you want. In sports, things like that. Definitely. It's going to be an awesome, awesome game. That is Monday night 
football ravens and the 49ers we're also going to talk about the coach of the year award mvp is a good discussion i think coach of the year is also a really good race as well kate and i will dive into that including some more awards in the nfl you better you bet presented by bet mgm pj glasser kate constant We'll be 